Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies, and this This is is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Oh, boy, oh, boy, it's a good day mm. in the neighborhood. Wow. Oh, my gosh, guys, it's Christmas in July. Christmas yes. in July. I feel like that two episodes a week thing is we've just blown right past it. Just blown right we're past We're putting it. out interviews. We're putting out preview specials. We're watching movies. We're doing live shows. It is something. Would it you say it's crazy, Dan? It's crazy. That's crazy. That's out of control. That's out of control. Um, we all do a great Regis. We don't have to do it now. That's out of control. That's out of control. Who wants to be a millionaire? (laughs) Uh, Now, Brand's Gilbert Gottfried. We won't do it now, but it's fantastic. Circle base the square. (laughs) Guys, it's good to be here. I always imagine uh, like new listeners. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like what? Like they just tuned in because they like the movie. Hallmark, right? Oh, it is good to be here though, Brand. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, 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 no. You can steal my thunder any day you want to. Mm. Um. Guys, we are talking about a 2013 classic, Snow Bride. Um, super <laughs> pumped to talk about it, but a couple things we got to get out of the way first. Mm. The first is this New York, LA. We're coming for you. New York next Wednesday, LA the following Tuesday. I mean, Bell House, Brooklyn, New York, July, July 24th. 24th. Cannot wait to be there live. What movie are we doing? Uh, oh, perfect. We're going to do a movie. I would know if I had a list in front of me. That Yeah, we'll fill it in in post, I promise. Uh, you're gonna, <laughs> It's going to be seamless. You're going to be like, oh, they knew it the whole time. Um, I'm so excited. We're going to be in New York for almost a week. We're going to get to week. see some sites. We're going to get to do some fun other things. Uh, we're going to enter the Hamilton Lottery. A Christmas detour. A Christmas detour. That's oh, I the put movie. it in post in the wrong place. That's right. Oh, oh no. no. Um, and then in L.A., we're going to be doing a, a December Bride. Mm, December Bride. A December Bride. Not to be confused with Snow Bride, which is what we're doing today. Yes, that's right. exactly right. But if you wanted to watch this episode live streamed as we're doing it in real time, you could have joined the Patreon account and become a double decker. That's patreon.com slash deck the hallmark. You get a fun Facebook group. You get to hobnob with the stars. Jen Kirkman, Alonzo Duralde, Christopher Palaha, all a part of the fun group. Brand. Brand. Exactly. What Panda, more do you want? Panda will literally respond to anything. Yes. If you ask him, he is the it's it's omnipresent. If it's you, unbelievable. If you mention like me in a comment, he's it's all so over exciting. It. He's yeah. all over. I've it. never mentioned yeah. much in my day to day life. Yeah. And so to have any sort of acknowledgement. He sits around and he just waits for it. And it's so, fantastic. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash deck the homework. You can join for as little as four, but I would encourage you to just mm, go a little higher. Well, you don't get go the Facebook the t- group. You don't get the Facebook group. You don't get the two bonus episodes. The ten dollars is really where it's at. It's great. Uh, it's now what you can go I, higher. I believe CNBC has called it the best bang for your buck out yeah, there. Yeah. So uh, which is impressive. Yeah. We actually have a clip of Mad Money, the guy yeah, from yeah. Mad Money, talking about the best bang for your buck on the Patreon. Uh, let's cue that clip. I'm telling you right now, deck to Hallmark, best bang for buck. Bye 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 bye. It's a, it's a ball. Wah, wah. I love that guy. <laughs> He's, He's so wild. wild. He's What's so his great. name? Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer. Yeah. That's right. Jim Kramer. The mad dog himself. Patreon.com slash deck the homework you can join uh, today. Um, one other thing. We are excited today to to have a, a new sponsor. We'll talk about them in just a little bit, but I just want to tease it. Native is the name. Deodorant is the game. And if you have ever wanted to hear us talk about a natural deodorant. That works. The, the, that works. <laughs> that works. The time is coming. Just 
stay oh, tuned for that. Up. It's gonna but be big great. Thanks to Native for the sponsorship mm. today, uh, guys. Are you ready to talk I about? Couldn't be more ready. Let's do it. Uh, Snowbride. I. I. It, it's hard to fully even. Uh, this synopsis is going to be 12 minutes. Yeah, it's going to be a tricky one. Yeah. I try to do the best that I can. Uh, I don't use names at some point. Bobby Campo shows up. At, Bobby just get ready. Campo. My Bobby new, Campo. My new dream is to get Bobby Campo on the on the line. I would I, like to I talk like to Bobby, Bobby Campo. Campo. I think he's like a nice guy. Just from a wardrobe perspective. Yeah. Um, all right. It is time to talk about Snowbride. It originally aired on November 9th, 2013, and it did go a little bit like this. Uh, Greta is a tabloid reporter. She's got to find all the juicy gossip. And she's in competition with Wes for a big new promotion. If she can get the best scoop on the big story about the, the, the recently passed senator's son. The senator recently passed, not the son. The son's name is Ben Tannenhill. Uh, when she gets a lead, she heads off to this uh, to the city where they are staying, where uh, he is supposed to be at. But her car gets stuck in the snow. Um, to help stay warm, she decides to put on her friend's wedding dress that is in the trunk. She then falls down a snowy hill. And who is there to help her? Ben Tannenhill. He takes her into this cabin that he's staying at, uh, and she lies about who she is and why she was out in the snow in the first place. Uh, we find out that he's writing a book and that he was almost engaged once, but it didn't work out because she just was kind of sketchy. Um, kind of like Greta. Nevertheless, Ben uh, takes Greta to the real giant house for brunch. And we meet his mom, Jill Taylor from Home Improvement. Uh, and his... Was it worth it? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> Dang it, I hate it. Um, and so the brother, Bobby Campo, also shows up with Ben's ex, almost oh, fiance. Oh, uh, so instead of saying that Greta was just a random girl that fell down a hill in a wedding dress, Ben says that she's his date for the weekend, for Christmas time. They come up with a plan that, um, that where they kind of get to know each other a little bit so that they have some details, and they also get the first kiss out of the way just in case uh, they have to kiss later on and they don't want to look like it was their first kiss. So they, they kiss right out of the gate. It's great. Um, we're, we're getting a, we get a baking scene with Ben and Greta, and they touch hands, and that sparks, baby! Uh, ben then teaches his brother, Bobby Campo, how to ice cookies. Um, and so they're really growing up. They're letting bygones be got bygones. <laughs> <laughs> they're bletting those bygones. Uh, we, uh, we, we, find, <laughs> we find out that Ben uh, really wants to be a novelist, um, but everyone expects him to be a politician. Uh, but he really doesn't want to. He just wants to write his books. Uh, the housekeeper, Peters, uh, that's his name, uh, discovers the truth about Ben and Greta, but pledges to not come clean as long as she ends this thing soon before anyone gets hurt. Uh, Greta starts to feel really bad about what she's doing because the family is so nice and she agreed to read Ben's book for him and it's great uh, she tells him about how good the book is and they really want to kiss really bad you can see it in their eyes but they, they control themselves uh, Ben then tells her that there's a big Christmas party tonight a big gala uh, and so he uh, bought her a bunch of dresses to choose from in a variety of sizes because that's just plain smart uh, at the party ex-girl sees Greta talking to Wes the competitor in the gossip field and she's like ooh I'm on to her uh, 
uh, brother, Bobby Campo, then proposes to ex-girl, and she's like, yes, and that really bothers Ben. And so Ben storms off, and Greta goes after her, and that's when uh, he pulls her real close, and they start to dance a little bit, and he tells her, listen, I'm getting over my ex because I'm kind of into you, and, and, and I can trust you, Greta. Big mistake. Mm. They then find themselves under the mistletoe, and they get hot and heavy. They kiss hard and heavy. It's great. Um, uh, but she feels really guilty. She goes outside uh, to have a one-on-one with Jill Taylor, because who doesn't want to do that? Uh, where she says that the ex-girl tried to get with her husband when he was still alive, the senator. Uh, and, and, and she's just bad, bad, bad to the bone. Um, but she finds out that uh, the publication, uh, the bad, the, the ex-girl finds out the publication that Greta works at, so that she she then tells the entire family about who she really is, and Ben is not happy. And she's like, "Look, all I learned about your family is just how wonderful you guys are." Um, but Ben goes out to the gazebo because um, he's just really having a hard time. The sulk. An ex-girl walks out and is like. Don't be mad at me. Uh, I had to find the truth because I still love you. Uh, and she tries to kiss him. And he's like, uh, you're engaged to my brother Bobby Campo. Uh, I'm going to tell my brother Bobby Campo about you and, and, and how you're the worst. But Bobby Campo is looking on from afar, witnesses the whole thing, and is like, I'm going to get you a cab. Uh, cut back to Greta. Uh, she quits because her boss refused to not run with the story. Turns out, though, that Jill Taylor did a background check on Greta right after she met her. She knew about Greta. She knew that she was a, uh, a gossip columnist. She wanted to see how it would turn out between her and Ben and whether or not she could actually trust Greta. Uh, and Greta proved that she was trustworthy by not running the story. Uh, Greta also took Ben's book, sent it to a publisher, and they are interested in running the book. And everybody is excited. Even Jill Taylor. Uh, ben is all about Greta goes tracks her down at a friend's wedding. They kiss the end, and that, my friends, was Snow Bride. Oh boy, guys, how'd you feel? We did it. You, was it okay? We did. You, you nailed did it. So Thank good, you. Yeah, man. I thought you really did it. For the you, you summarized really well. Thank mm. you. Thank yeah. you so much. You really much. let the black Sometime, guys be black on. You did. <laughs> blood, blood him more than anybody. Uh, uh, so you one thing. Sometimes your synopses you. aren't very good, but today. They it, were was, just, it was really they good. They were really good. It was really, <laughs> really impressive. Good. We all have off days. Yeah. We all have off days. You have days. a lot. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to let bygones be bygones. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is time to talk about the first of mm. four segments that we have, and it is the Hot, hot take. take. It's where we simply share how we felt about this movie. And in no uncertain words, tell it how it is. And I'm here to start <laughs> with the guy that I always start with, and it is my friend Panda. Panda, hi. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Living the dream. Good. Mm. I really like this movie. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. Borderline love. Borderline wow. love. I, I I really liked the lead mm. actor and actress. Yeah. Really love Peter's. Big fan God, of Peters. I, I said Peters, multiple times, Peters is my hero. I want to be that guy when I grow up. He's a little weird. He doesn't respond to social situations the way you think no, he should. No. And I resonate with that. Uh, it's a fun plot. Uh, there's a lot going on. Each character I didn't feel was shortchanged in any way. Uh, I thought they packed a lot in. Yeah. Uh, don't know if it gave me as much Christmas feel. Sure. I got more sucked sure. into the actual drama of what was going on more than the Christmas yeah. element of it. Yeah. But... Yeah. So big fan, a big fan of this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I also really like this movie. It's very fun. It, uh, as Panda said, there is a lot going on. Mm. For a Hallmark movie, there are so many uh, different plot lines um, that are all interwoven, almost like a real flick. And it is great. You really get to uh, to know a lot about these different characters that aren't necessarily the main characters, and I really do like that. Jill Taylor was great. Mm. Peter's great. Bobby Campa, wonderful as always. Uh, there's not much to dislike in this movie, I would say, um, and for that reason, it is uh, it is a love for brand. It's a love for brand. A love for brand. A love for and brand. And I, I think they make up for the lack of Christmas feels with the fact that they literally play old Christmas carols the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that yep. is yep. valid. Um, they do, guys. There just comes a time. I really like the movie. Yeah, yes! <laughs> we did it. We like the film I, I have been like literally nervous about actually having to say that I like the film then like the film it is it is definitely not perfect but my gosh the lead the lead female in this movie is wonderful yeah. she's quirky and fun and stands on her own a lot and it's funny and it's endearing, and the family's wonderful, and the 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 supporting actors are wonderful. Um, I, I it started off. I don't even know what to do. Right yeah, start, I don't either. It started off really rough. There was a bit of light sexual harassment to start the movie, <laughs> and I was very concerned. Isn't I was, that what you want, though? I was very like <laughs> our lead, basically someone who else who works at the paper, like brushes her hair and kind of like hits on her kind of hey, hey, hey. it was a very awkward like turn it off um, there's an Asian character that's very stereotyped and real bad but once we get past the first five minutes I re- like I legitimately did enjoy it yeah um, I-, I don't know I-, I hate myself for liking this movie <laughs> but it was it was it was easily the the most enjoyable experience I've ever had watching a Hallmark movie so congratulations Snowbride yeah. um <laughs> It was, it was, it was, I mean, don't get me wrong. I got plenty of weight what's, and there's plenty to pick apart here, but by golly, if I really wasn't rooting for, for the leads and, and I just, mm-hmm. it's my favorite lead female ever. Mm-hmm. Not even close. She's great. She, how have they not made a, a new Hallmark movie with her since 2015? 2015 was the She's last one. wonderful. She's off to bigger oh. and better things. Must maybe. be. I don't know. You know, what's crazy about this? I, I do also want to just point out why I think this movie works really well. I finished it and I didn't feel like I had just seen a a Hallmark That's film. Right. I felt like I, I saw yeah. a, a lower grade romantic comedy, but That's like right. one that but I never saw. I, here's what it is for me. I'm going to be honest. It's the supporting, like the lead is wonderful. She's amazing. Yep. She's adorable. She's great. But the the people around her, Bobby Campo in a supporting role, Jill Taylor in a supporting oh, role, great. George yep. Weiner, who runs Pulse Magazine, that's the actor's name, he's in Spaceballs, he's in A Serious Man with Coen Brothers, mm-hmm. he's like a legit character actor, they have real people, even the, the token Asian character who's not great in this, uh, Tanya Gunani, she was in a show I really like called Enlisted on Fox, it got canceled, mm-hmm. like, there are people in this movie that really do elevate it, and yeah. It, like, I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, I, I know a lot of people really like this movie and we're going to be upset if I said bad things. And I do have bad things to say. I mean, there is kind of a poker game going on in this movie to who can wear the weirdest jacket or sweater, <laughs> which I found kind of entertaining. But look, I, I'm I'm trying to be as honest and true to myself as I can. It, it worked for me. The movie Bobby Campo. Unbelievable. Can I just point out the guy who plays Peters? I love him. Yeah, we're I, we're going to talk da, about Peters. Da, I love da, Peters. Da, da, da. That, 
Stand like the found. We've got more to do today. Um, it's this is a tough moment for Speak me. Speak for yourself. Yeah, you're right. When Fair when enough. Dan likes a movie, the world halts. <sighs> I just hated myself for loving it. <laughs> we just got a, a a call in from the president that just says good. Wow! So just, everybody's hearing this. Bill Abbott left excited. us a message that just says good. Good. We I'm in it. the United States, but yes, Bill also chimed in. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, it's time for the second uh, segment of this year podcast, and it is all the feels where we simply talk about what you say this, this here podcast. This here podcast. <laughs> this here podcast uh, right here, boy. <laughs> which is all the feels where we talk about what this movie gave us uh, Christmas feels or just feels in general. Uh, Panda, what you got, bud? Uh, two. Things. First of all, when Jill Taylor first came on, I was surprised. I got excited. Man, I, nostalgia. Uh, but second of all, when Peters, I love Peters, uh, when the letters come tumbling out and then he shares that he has had these deep feelings for Miss Tannenhill for all these years, but hasn't acted on it. He's just been just in the friend zone chilling. Mm. Man, I, I love he him. He reminded me of Ken from the, the Bramble House. Yeah. Who every Christmas, he's just like, I can't, can't. You know, right, Miss Bebe Bramble. Say it again, Mabel Bramble. Mabel Bramble. Maybe, maybe Mabel Bramble. Um, that that scene got me because oh, Black Betty, Mabel Bramble. It just works for me. I love that scene. I because he was just so real, so authentic, and I, you know, longing, love unrequited. It's a beautiful thing. You said it, buddy. Um, for me, um, the scene uh, in which Ben walks in, she just got done reading the book. They stand up, get really close to each other. There's the tension there. Will they kiss? Won't they kiss? And I wanted them to kiss so badly. They didn't kiss, which was okay this time. It wasn't like a, it wasn't an almost kiss. Nobody interrupted them. It was just a remembering. They were reminding themselves what they're actually doing, which is they're just, it's just playing. Um, and so for that reason, it gave me feels like it mm. was the, I want them to kiss. They didn't. And it was, uh, it, it there was disappointment, but also I was satisfied. Okay. If that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. I loved it. Longing for Great more. Scene. A longing for more from brand. Um, I, there are a lot of things that really worked for me. Uh, the fact, so he calls her snow bride about three or four times in yep, this movie, yep. a lesser Hallmark movie and read any other Hallmark movie. He would have called her that the whole movie long and it would have just been annoying and dumb, but they pick really good spots for him to do that. And then um, the, the, the female lead is not like, she's not perfect by any stretch and she's impulsive, but she does a lot of things that she's not a damsel in distress, which I think is, is really mm -hmm. cool about this movie. And when they first meet and determine they're going to do this fake dating thing, she pulls him aside and they go back and forth. And then she just grabs him and kisses him and basically says, we had to get our first kiss out of the way. That's one of the best moments romantically That's in great. any Hallmark movie mm -hmm. that I've seen ever, ever, yeah. ever. There's my feels. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's time to talk about the way well, but before we do, we do want to talk about our sponsor, which is Native Deodorant. Mm. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, I, I have, and I don't know about you guys, I have wanted to try, uh, natural deodorants without the aluminum and the whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I've given them a couple of samples before and, and none of them have quite worked. There are so many on the market and by and large, they don't work because that aluminum, it does a lot of bad things to your body, right. but it usually helps with the whole not smelling thing. Yep. But here's what I found. So this is true. We were all kind of, uh, like, very we skeptical. were very skeptical yep. going into this. Mm -hmm. We've been trying it for two weeks now. Yes. Yep. And it is, uh, it's awesome. It works. Yeah, it really First does. of all, it just works. Yes. 
Um, by and large, I go through the whole day, and I, you know, I'm always doing outdoor labor. Yeah, um, you chop I, a lot of wood. I, I chop a lot of wood yeah. and whatnot, and and it works. So I, it's I, aluminum free. Yep. It's paraben free. I think that's how you say that. Sure. It's, it's not parabian, right? Parabian night. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's got all natural ingredients. They use shea butter. They use a lot of great stuff. Um, I was blown away. I tried it first on July 4th because I was just going to be around family. And I was uh-huh. like, if family, had to, yeah. they'll tell me I stink. It's right. no big deal. Right. It worked great. Mm-hmm. It's worked great for two weeks. My wife was so impressed. She went and bought some herself. And basically, she's she's done an Ironman. She, does, uh, she works out all the time. She has switched to that deodorant. Uh, it is unbelievable that Native has produced this type of product. And does it cost a little bit more? Yes. But does it last longer? Yes. And is it the only natural deodorant that I've ever seen work? Absolutely. Yep. Well, and we're sweaty boys, Dan. Yeah, we're sweaty boys. We're big guys. We're, we're, actually, big guys. we're starting a band called the Sweaty Boys. Sweaty Boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan. Been wearing it as well. Great. There are a lot. There are a lot of different scents, and I believe we tried most of them. coconut uh, and vanilla, eucalyptus and, and mint, road, co- coconut and mint. Uh, all of them are wonderful. We're big fans of all of them. And and Danny did mention that it's maybe a little bit more than your average deodorant, but we're here to help you with that. That's right. We if got you, a little code for yeah, you. Yes, exactly right. If you go to nativedeodorant.com and you use the promo code DECK at checkout, again that's DECK at deck. checkout, you'll get twenty percent off your first purchase. So that brings it down to probably around what. Deodorant cost. That's exactly right. There's no reason for you not to do this yeah. immediately. NativeDeodorant.com. Use the promo code DECK. Love it. Um, it is time to talk about the 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 wait. What? The part of the show where we talk about when this movie made us go. Wait. What? Panda, kick us off, boy. Yeah. So the background characters, and I'm not talking, you know, the the side characters. I'm talking literally the people standing in the background yeah. are a riot they in this film. They are all nutbags. They are all hilarious. <laughs> uh, just the, the two scenes you just need to keep an eye out for if you're watching this. Yeah. The ball scene oh. and then the wedding scene at the very end yes. and the people dancing. There's a guy in a brown jacket, brown suit at the ball. He's He's a blast. He and then there's a guy who stares creepily at old the ball. Dude, yes. Old dude. And he, then the band. And then is the ba- ridiculous. Oh, the band's a, a blast. And then there's the guy he, at the the party dancing at the very end. He's doing the robot, I guess. I think it it's was a like a weird of like sprinkler and robot. He right. Was like yeah. It was like, like all the people at the end of Lose Yourself who yeah. were like Lose Yourself, but he's doing, he's both, doing hands. both hands. Like yep. I, it was very it was weird. Right? Yeah. It was a weird bit. Uh, is Everybody in the background is like their most ridiculous self. And I did laugh numerous times at that. And I just was like, we can't get people to just stand there and not look at the camera. Like, that's all we need here. They were like, hey, I'm on movie. I'm on movie. I'm going to look. <laughs> movie time. Movie. It's a movie time. Uh, ben, during the Christmas cookie scene, uh, Ben tries to roll a cookie out and he can't do it. Like, it's right. the hardest thing he's ever done in his entire life. And I'm not. So she comes around and she says, like, let's try the circles. It, it did nothing. <laughs> as, <laughs> as far as I can tell, and I'm not a baker. Are no. you a baker? All right. No. There's only one use for a rolling pin, correct? Right. You, roll it. Right. you roll it. It's in You roll it. You roll it. You roll it. I don't know how circles helps. Them. I mean, well, I think like... Uh, you could throw so when I try to roll things because I do try to make Christmas cookies at Christmas time. You just throw a little bit more flour on top, right? And yeah. it helps you. It helps yeah, you not stick, exactly, and then you can just do it. That is more cookie baking experience than I have. What you just said. Yeah, no, like, that I got was, nothing that was there. Really and so she comes over and she helps them, but it's still like not great. And she's like, "That's so much better." 
Yeah, I loved it. No, mm. that that was really solid. Yeah, it was uh, I also mentioned that he, however, can pipe icing on a cookie like a pro, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is you know I'll just leave it there. Can't figure out the complexities of a rolling pin. Yeah, I will but say though, no, I appreciate it though because Bobby Campo did walk in. And he's like, "Let me show you how to do it." And Bobby like, Campo's yeah. like, "You know how to do this?" And she's like, "Well, she just taught me five minutes ago." So yeah, I but, appreciate that it wasn't like, "Oh, he knows how to do this." No, he doesn't really. She just taught. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah. then finally, uh, Ben mentions to our lead Greta, he goes, you like bacon and football? Who are you? Uh, <laughs> what, to, are you? Uh, what are you? What are you? crazy. The, the worst part of this movie is, is there is more than a dash of misogyny. Yeah. It's like, ooh, get you a girl that likes football and bacon. <laughs> oh, man. I don't like my low-carb girls. Oh, man. It, it's really dumb. Like, yeah. that. that's oh. easily one of the dumbest yeah. things. Like, there's just a, like, how? who hates really like there's not a lot of people in this world who are like bacon stinks yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. it's yeah. just i love bacon i'm i myself am plant based but um <laughs> <laughs> no okay uh, uh, <laughs> at one point ben says humor is the best form of revenge and greta goes i'm not sure if that's how the saying goes I, I don't even know what saying he was going for. I, I think you got that flip. Greta was the one who said it, and then he responded, I don't think that's how that goes, right? Well, it doesn't matter. Either way, no, no, it makes sense. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Okay. Um, humor, that's... laughter's the best medicine. Okay. Okay, so here's what we got. We got <laughs> laughter's the best medicine. You take that medicine, you throw it into a dish that is cold, cold and revenge, revenge is bad. Best, and that's so in a roundabout way, humor, humor is, is the, the best, best form of hap- happiness. Yes. Mm. Um, Wes's mustache. Just why? Mm. Why? 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 Look, there's why a lot. Wes? That's kind of a what the hallmark for me, but. Wes in general, like yeah. what's his deal? And what is his deal? <laughs> he looks like uh, Ryan Gosling ate the guy from Reno Nine One One. Wes's whole job is to kind of be inconspicuous, like to go to these places and just kind of blend into the background. And Homeboy just has this crazy mustache. Yeah, yeah. You know what won't give me away? Literally, one person, one person describes him by going, the one with the, <laughs> you know, you know the, the mustache. Yeah. Got a point. You um, know the word mustache. And at one point, they're out in uh, the town. The town is, I believe, called Big Bear. Is that correct? <laughs> Uh, that's the, the town of Big really? Bear. Um, Big and they're Bear. out there playing football at the, the local high school. And the high school's football team is just called the Big Bear Bears. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> Big Bear I missed Bears. that because I was distracted by the Hallmark doesn't know what a football yeah, is yeah, yeah. still. Sure, like, sure, which sure. Is just a class. <laughs> it's the Big Bear Bears. It's just they run around with the ball. The Big Bear Bears. Let's give it off for the Big, Big Bear, Bear Bears. Bears. I loved it. Mm. Wow. I got a bunch as per used. Uh Really, my biggest wait what complaint of this movie is not a wait what as much as it is a this is the most classic example of white people looking down at white people's stuff because it's not white enough that I've ever seen. Mm, that's fair. Um, for instance, uh, Greta, our lead, has a really quality job. Now, is it for a gossip magazine? Yeah, but it's clear that she's a pro and she's been doing it for a while and she's good at it. And some woman goes, you are Phi Beta Kappa from Stanford. What, like, why are you even here? Like, first of all, Phi Beta Kappa is basically an organization that you have to make good grades at Stanford to get into. But I'm sure there are plenty of people in undergrad that could make good grades right. and go on to do worse things than being a writer. Yep. Like, that's not the end of the world. And Very then true. The amount that they look down on stockbrokers in this movie right. is absurd. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bobby Campos' character is a stockbroker, which... Starting average salary for a stockbroker is 45 bucks an hour, all right? Right. That's starting. And they're like, ugh, a stockbroker. 
just the scum of the earth <laughs> making 90 to 100K. Right. Like, who do you think you are? Stock. And then they said, stockbrokers don't run for office. Right. Let me introduce you to 2019, <laughs> where literally, apparently, Anyone can run for office. <laughs> right. And I mean that in the broadest sense 2013 was a different time. It was man. a different time. And I just don't understand, like, stockbrokers, that's a really quality job. No, yeah. it's, it's a job you would be proud of. Yeah. So early. We have a guy running for president who's just like, let's just give everybody a thousand, thousand bucks a month. <laughs> that's right. But a stockbroker, no. Now. Um, so at one point, uh, Ben and Greta have to share a room, even though they're fake dating, not real dating, classic Hallmark movie. Yep. And they do this awkward thing where they argue about where everybody's going to sleep. Yeah. But I've got, there's a real math issue for me. <laughs> they argue about three different positions. There's only two of them. Yep. There's bed, floor, and couch. Who's sleeping on the floor? Why is anybody right. sleeping on the right. floor? Do you have no. the option. I don't understand. They go round and round on this. There are two of them. Yeah. Right. And they're arguing over if one of them's going to sleep on the floor right. when right. there's a couch and a bed available. No, right. if you have. Why are we well, doing it, this? It's not even fair because <laughs> he was like, I'll take the floor. I'll take the floor. And then at the very last second, it's like, okay, I'll take the couch. Yeah. It's like you remember, oh, I got a couch. <laughs> I, I think they were trying to get like a, a, a cute, like funny romantic bit in there. And it was just weird. Um, the the Tannen Hills do a charity where they make $2,000 and they think that's a success. Yeah. Like, to be fair, it was I all mean, cookies. Yeah, but still, like it, it feels like they could just write that check. Um, True. I'm a firm believer in things working out as they should. Dynamite dropping, Jill Taylor. <laughs> like, who, who isn't? Like, aren't we all like hoping they work out? Like, I, I don't. I like when they don't. I just, mm -hmm. it was a really weird. But I think my favorite back and forth. And if only this um, wouldn't work out the way I wanted, uh, I would love it. <laughs> Greta's car gets stuck at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, and she gets out and tries to push it. And before she does, she puts it in park. I just, I don't. What are you doing? Right. She put the car in park and got out of it and tried to push it. For a woman that loves bacon and football, that's a rookie move. That's a rookie move. <laughs> you like bacon and football, but you don't know anything um, about cars? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I got a bunch more that I won't do, but the last one is she is with back with her assistant, who is the token Asian character in the movie. Sure. And she hasn't seen her all movie long. She's talked on the phone with her a couple of times, maybe. And she's in this pickle where she she lost the guy she loves and doesn't know if she should try to get her back or get him back or whatever. And the her assistant goes, what are you going to do? And uh, the Greta goes, the only thing I can do. And right. then the assistant winks at her right. and acts like she knows what that is. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? The only thing I can do. Oh, yeah, I know. Nailed She's it. been gone the whole movie. I don't understand how she could possibly. I'm still know. not even entirely sure what she did. Like I she don't went, think she did. She went and told the family that the other girl was the spy or whatever. Yeah. But the, the wink didn't mean. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know how you could yeah. possibly get it. Right. Maybe you wink so you don't. You want to be in the know, but you're not actually. So you're like, I get you. Like I, I get yeah, you. I get I've you. done it before. You know, yeah, I get you. Um, uh, the bacon also didn't look burnt at all. He makes no. her bacon in the beginning of the movie. And it looked fine. It looked that was great. a great bacon. They're like, oh, we ruined the bacon. I love a good crispy. Bacon. I gotta be honest though, we were really stretching to find really terrible stuff in this. You know, blatant. I mean, she's running Safari on her PC. Uh, <laughs> at one point, at one point, Ben's you, you, I just want to, you can download Safari on a PC. Can you really? Yes. Oh, it is as it is like any other browser. So you can download Chrome. Thought, you can download. I thought uh, that was not true about Safari. It is but it true was about Safari. Well, there you go. Learn something. Fun new. fact. Uh, Ben's mom, I think, says, "Oh, Ben, you shaved. You don't look like a protester anymore." Protesters are shaggy. Yeah, they have the shaggy have dogs. That, you. Yeah. 
Pro- was, I, I think that's what. Try to find a, a, a clean shaven protester. You can't find can't, it. No, they're can't do it. Hippies. Search high and low. Uh, it is time for the What the Hallmark Department show. We wonder what could have been, what maybe happened that would help give some clarity to this movie. Uh, I'll kick us off. Um, h- how did Ben get so obsessed with tea? That's just yeah. my question. Yeah. This guy makes tea no less than five times in this movie. Um, I've never, I never saw him drink coffee. Um, so how did he become a coffee over tea guy? Uh, when did this obsession with tea happen? Um, just, just questions about the tea. I'm pro tea. I'm not against tea. He's a tea lad. He is just, yeah, he is a, a tea, tea lad. lad. Wow. He is very into the tea. Just he's not a soda out. dude. He's not a soda dude or a coffee boy. He's a tea lad. He's <laughs> a tea lad. <laughs> That's what you did. You went, can't use dudes. Can't use boys. <laughs> lad, lad. I'm running out. Mm. Ooh, what about, co- what about coffee kid? Instead of coffee, coffee boy. No, you're a coffee boy. Okay. You're a Just coffee boy. Right. Yeah. yeah, we're okay. soda dudes. Soda dudes. T lads. I've, I've, I've seen lad. a couple T lads, but mm. well, he's one of them. Uh, Panda. Uh, I want to know more about his book. Is he like a Nicholas Sparks romance writer? Is that kind of the she deal? said Bridges of Madison County, which is a movie with Meryl Streep and Clint Eastwood, but it also I think is based upon a book that's kind of this two older people that fall in love again, and it's fairly steamy, which is a weird thing for her to like. That's the thing she said. Is yeah, I thought she said I you struck me more as a Bridges of Madison County guy. Oh, I thought she said you didn't strike me as a Bridges of Madison we'll County. To, we'll have to take it to the take tape. it to the tape. Take it to the tape. Don't lie. Either way, still not sure. Yeah, I just I want to know is he is he writing romance? <laughs> We've resolved it. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't strike me as the yeah. kind that would write the uh, the the romance. the romance novels. Yeah, maybe he'll write a Hallmark movie one day. Wish he would Ooh. by Ben Tannenhill. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible name. Ben uh, Tannenhill. Yeah. Dan? Um, I got two. First of all, Peters. Like Peters. I, know I we, love Peters. I know we love Peters, but what's his like what's his role? Like, is he a butler? He's a groundskeeper. Is he a caretaker? He's they, a caretaker that establish. makes big family decisions with him. <laughs> like, he's always in the room. He always looks like, is he like a fill-in dad? Like, he, I think he it, is There's now. a lot that I didn't understand about him, and that's probably why I, I like him. I do want to. friend zoner. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I will say, like, I I would like to know what happened between Jill Taylor and Peters. Yes. I, there's clearly something there. Well, that there. is the follow-up. Jill Taylor there. was very in, into Responsive. the dance. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. She couldn't sleep the, the night. She was out on the that wow. weird, weird. Uh, Maybe bench. she was out because she knew that Greta was from Pulse. Yes, well, mm. yes, she did know that. Yeah. But whether how would she know that she was going to come out? Speaking of Pulse, that's this is my last one. Okay. Uh, Pulse magazine. I, I'm confused at how big a deal they are uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, if they can be bought out that easily, that doesn't surprise me. But late in the movie, when Greta refuses to give any details about the Tannen Hills over, her boss uh, looks at her and he said. This she's like this story isn't a big story, and he's like, if this woman dated both brothers and the dad, and they can't refute it, that story is big enough yes. for us to launch online. Yes, it was okay. Yes, I did hear that, and that's actually the whole point of the story. So she sent he mentions it early on. We're getting ready to launch our online. We need a big story. I, it is 2013, but in 2013, if you like. You have to be a middling to low yeah. level gossip yeah. magazine to to yeah, TMZ to had not, been online for yes. years at that point. And so how are they the only ones with the inside like either they're a big deal that is way behind the times. When did National Enquirer go online? That's a great question. I guarantee you it was before twenty thirteen. Let's like, find out. Guarantee you. We're gonna do it live on the air. Yeah. I love it. Because either- when did National Enquirer launch their online website? <laughs> Here's what I found. 
Didn't give me a lot of info. (laughs) What I'm saying is either they're they're really big time away behind the times or they're middling to low. And how did they get this big story that nobody else got? Like, well, and how would they have print anyway? Pulse magazine doesn't make sense to me in the slightest. And I've given Brandon as much leeway and stretch as I could possibly give him. And he still has nothing. Nothing. It, it's hard. Now, to, it's let's hard break that it, down for a minute. When it, you say nothing, I got nothing. <laughs> no magic word. Uh, from what I can, uh, two thousand six. Thanks, Brent. It's hard. That to, was really great job, Brent. <laughs> Sometimes you want to know, uh, guys. <laughs> we did it. We did the best that we could. Yeah, we found we a movie that Dan liked. Mm, um, you we'll, got to mark this one down. We'll, we'll see what happens with the next one. We're we're getting done recording this. We're going to watch another movie. Mm. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, don't forget to check out Native Deodorant. NativeDeodorant.com. Use DECK as the promo code for 20% off. Mm. And also, don't forget, we are still right in the middle of Kringle, uh, Kringle, in, in, Kringle July. in July. Gosh. So go to Kringle.com. Use uh, the promo code uh, uh, Kringle to get uh, 10% off an order of Kringles. Absolutely. And join our Patreon. Join and our Patreon. leave us a rating and review. Just do all the things. All the things you could possibly you could. think of. Find us on the socials. Hallmark Podcast. Follow us. Um, it, uh, and, and of course, we got to talk about our, our patron of the week. Mm. It is Holly Fights. Holly Fights. Holly Fights. Them's fighting words. Them's fighting words. Uh, Panda, you were you actually grew up with Holly. Yeah, we did back what, in the day. What is the funniest story you can tell us about Holly? She's very funny. She's oh, very. She's lived a full life. What's the funniest story you can tell us? Okay, back in the day, we went to the library together. And, uh, <laughs> it's always a great story. It's always a, a great one. story. And Holly, Holly saw a sign. She said, and it said, "You gotta be quiet in the library." Right? Yeah. It was a weird library. That's literally what the sign said. You, you gotta, gotta be, be quiet, quiet in the library. library. Got a G O T T A? Yeah, you got to okay. be quiet it was a very in the library. Casual library. Yeah, it's a casual library. Y A G O T T A. You got to you got to do it. And Holly Don't you. Holly read the sign out loud. She said, "You got to be quiet in the library." And it was way too loud. Everyone stopped and stared mm-hmm. at her. And I said, "Holly, you got to be quiet." And so to this day, correct me if I'm wrong, they have a sign in there that says, "You got to be quiet in the in library. library." And then what did you say? And then I said, you got to be quiet in the library. <laughs> so they say, Do it right. <laughs> they printed another sign, same thing, but it's back to back. One's bigger than the other. Because, just in case you read the first one out loud like right. Holly it's did. back to right. back. Holly, you back. silly, you silly Billy. You silly oh. Holly. Uh, if you want to be like Holly and have your uh, deepest, darkest secrets revealed on this podcast, you can join the Patreon, patreon.com slash deck the hallmark. Uh, guys, did we do it? We, we did, did it. Guys, we did it. Thank you. Uh, we will be back on Monday with a new episode. We will be in New York next Wednesday for a live show. You can still buy tickets at deckthehomework.com in LA. We're coming at you. Mm. Uh, until then, may we be the first to tell you Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.